had the ladder set up at the crawl hole of the, of the attic to this house, and I was ready to go up inside when Mike, my uh, boss, said, uh, didn't you bring a long sleeve shirt to wear before you go up there? I looked at Mike incredulously. I said, Mike, it must be 120 degrees in the shade outside. Why would I wear a long sleeve shirt to go up in the attic? And Mike looked at me like I was a stupid kid being 19 and he was in his 30s. He says, yes, it's hot up there. And it's uh, a lot hotter than you think. You know, John, the preacher, he works here once in a while, part-time. Well, he was up there in the attic and uh, about a month ago, got sick from the heat, passed out, and we had to cut a hole in the roof to get him out so he didn't die. So it'll get up close to 150 degrees in that attic, and it's not something you want to be messing with. So when you're swimming and blown in fiberglass insulation, you want all the protection you can get. I was kind of shocked at this. Mike was such a good-natured, easygoing kind of guy. I wasn't expecting him to get so serious, but he was right. And after about a half an hour of being up in that attic, swimming in fiberglass, it was down my neck and up my arms and my face, my legs. It, it was miserable. I was completely drenched, wet from sweat. And I thought this must be the worst, the worst summer job I could ever think of taking. But it was what I was doing before I went back to college in the fall to San Diego State studying theater lighting and sound. What was exciting in this job as a alarm technician in Palm Springs, California, is the electronics involved seem right out of James Bond movies. You have things like pressure mats under the carpet. It sends signals electronically to a central control center that calls the police. A thing called an ultrasonic motion detector that could send waves in the air and tell when somebody's moving. This was high-tech stuff in the 1970s that I'd never even heard of before. So I kept at it and uh, eventually learned a lot of lessons. And this podcast is about real-life lessons. I spent many years in the electronic security industry, but this is not about the security industry. This is about life in general. And I'm going to give you specific lessons of what I learned through the years, mostly because I kept a journal. And I also had a thing called a day timer, which is like a little pocket notebook that I use as a wallet also. So for 40 some years, I've kept notes in this little pocket journal and a regular journal that I can relate to. And I was able to use to kind of crystallize my own thoughts as the years went by. I found when I was trying to progress and starting my own business, that the people, the, the motivational speakers, the educators that helped me the most were ones who told personal stories, not just the platitudes and admonitions of what you should do. I found that the, the books and tape cassettes in those days that gave me the, say, the 10 rules of life, the seven secrets to success, six habits for winning, et cetera, et cetera, were nice and helpful. But the ones that really stuck with me were personal stories. In particular, there was a, there was a program called uh, uh, The Success System That Never Fi Fails by W. Clement Stone, who was an insurance uh, company. 
and uh, Combined Insurance, I think was the name of his country company. And he had started this company back, I think, in the 1930s. So it was a long time ago. But he gave real examples of how he got started in his business and some of the challenges and what he learned. And I got more from that series than most of the other success or motivational speakers that I listened to. Because, you know, when when people are trying, trying to tell you that you need uh, all of these different uh, rules of success, like being responsible and perseverance and and hard work and so forth, those are all true. They're kind of platitudes. But until you learn the core of success, it's really not going to fall in place for you. You're probably going to forget it. I mean, how many people uh, who are, say they're Christian, know the 10 commandments, every one of them. And yet that's been around forever. When I was a kid in my dad's workshop, uh, I wanted to build things. And here was a room that was full of wood and tools, power tools, hand tools. And I wanted to, to do stuff right away as a little kid. But until I learned the basics, the feel of working with wood, I wouldn't have known what to start building. I wouldn't have known how to build it. And even if I did know what I wanted to build, I probably would have messed it up. So I had to learn the hard way how wood works, what you can drive a nail into without bending the nail or without splitting the wood in half, how to cut a board without cutting it against the grain and tearing it all up, sanding and finishing and so forth. It took a long time to learn the basics that become a part of you. They're not something you think about. They're a part of you. So this is a podcast made up of lessons of an average person. I'm an average person with mistakes and successes. There were a lot of mistakes along the way, and I'll give you each one and how I specifically learned from it. This is not a podcast for somebody who wants to be a rock star and go from zero to mega wealth in 30 days because, frankly, that's almost impossible. There are some people who have made it successful that way. Most of them have not. And I've learned many times that the ones who did become successful very quickly, successful usually meaning money, they almost all of them lost it within a short time and were worse off than when they started. And I'll give you examples of that. But is there a core, a core to being successful in everything in life? Yes, there is. And it's based on risk and commitment towards a specific purpose in life. A purpose is based on your values. Your values meaning what's important to you. Your values determine what you see in life. It's physically what you see in life. If something's not important to you, you won't notice it. If you value something, it'll stand out and you'll see it. So purpose is not a, a goal. A goal would be more of a risk. Every goal has amount of risk to it. A purpose is accomplished by taking a risk with a certain amount of commitment. Not enough commitment and you won't succeed in taking your risk. Too much commitment and you can destroy your whole program. So it's a, it's a circular program. It's a compounding program of purpose equals risk times commitment. Now there is a prerequisite for this course and it's called the missing character. It's not a person from a story or a play. It's a character trait called responsibility. Yes, I know you've heard that before, but let's just take another slight look at it. 
Instant success is what most of us want. Haven't we all dreamed of finding an, an, an Aladdin's lamp that we could just rub and a genie would come out and grant us three instant wishes? Have we wished for a fairy godmother to just wave her wand and we become a prince or princess instantly? Well, are we really that different today? We all want instant success, but instead of a Aladdin's magic lamp, now we rub magic scratch-off lottery tickets, or we take a magic pill that's hopefully will make us lose weight in our sleep without exercise or dieting. We haven't changed much in that responsibility. People want instant success. All of us really do. But the Build a Core success program means it's constantly working 24 hours a day, and it keeps progressing stronger and stronger. And that's what this podcast is about. Responsibility is what separates a child from adults. And that's what we're going to concentrate on. Our first real episode is called Not All Success is Successful. So I hope you'll tune in for our first episode and we'll get started on how I became what I consider successful, happy, well off in my life and use principles today that I learned back 40 years ago and still use them every day. So until then, thank you for listening and we'll start again soon.